the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Biden says the pandemic is over. We're still living under a COVID emergency. Biden's kept extending it. It's extended now into next year. An American held prisoner in Afghanistan is released in a prisoner swap. I'd like to thank all the people that had him in his in their prayers. The Border Patrol sees nearly 204,000 encounters in August. Arrests at the southern border exceed 2 million for the first time. So President Biden, under Secretary Mayorkas' direction, has released over 2 million illegal aliens. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, September 20th. I'm Mike Scott. In an interview with 60 Minutes on Saturday, President Joe Biden says the COVID-19 pandemic is over in the United States. Is President first Detroit auto show in three years? Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, It's but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. The statement seemed to raise eyebrows, as it is a direct contradiction to some statements that were made by his own aides earlier this month. Earlier, the White House had stated that Americans should seek out an updated booster shot ahead of a feared fall and winter wave of the virus. Dr. Ashish Jha, the White House COVID official, releasing a statement saying in part, quote, the pandemic isn't over, end quote. We will remain vigilant and we will continue to look and prepare for unforeseen twists and turns. Biden's comments also drew sharp criticism from both sides of the aisle, with Democrats urging caution about COVID, while top Republicans, who were already skeptical about approving more COVID-19 relief money, saying President Joe Biden's comments essentially shuts the door on any slim chances of any more money being approved. The White House has pushed for another $22 billion for additional COVID relief to help with vaccines, testing, and perhaps therapeutics. Mark Moreno, author of The Great Reset, says that while the Biden administration is disagreeing with the president over the pandemic being over, the president still has extended the COVID emergency until next year. We're still living under a COVID emergency, Dennis. Biden's kept extending it. It's extended now into next year. And he wants to add to that a climate emergency. But right now, when we have this COVID emergency, every mayor and governor can was able to ban churches, close churches, close gyms, close schools, give you stay-at-home orders, uh, it, cancel weddings and funerals. But hey, Walmart was open. They got to literally be a dictator overnight and make this. That has a great appeal to many politicians. So that's who benefits. It's power, 
money, and ideology. As old as politics itself. An American who was held captive in Afghanistan for more than two years has been released in a prisoner swap. Please, release me. Release me so that I may be reunited with my family. Mark Frerichs is a Navy veteran from suburban Chicago and was kidnapped in late January 2020 while doing construction contract work in Afghanistan. He was believed to be held by the Haqqani faction of the Taliban. The prisoner that was exchanged for Frerichs is a prominent member of the Taliban and a drug lord, imprisoned on trafficking charges in the U.S. for 17 years. Keeley Beeson of News Nation says that the Taliban was using the prisoner swap to gain prominence on the world stage. Robert Allen is a former Homeland Security advisor who says while bringing captive Americans home is always a win, he believes the Taliban was using this negotiation strategically to gain stature. The Taliban is looking to get recognized, so holding some sort of negotiation with the United States, I think, I don't want to say it gives them credibility, but it kind of opens a dialogue a little bit. At a press conference today, Norzai himself expressed gratitude for his release, adding that he hopes the exchange can lead to peace between Afghanistan and America. And this exchange comes five months after a deal with Russia that resulted in the release of Marine veteran Trevor Reed. Other high-profile Americans being held abroad include WNBA star Brittany Griner and corporate security executive Paul Whelan, who are both being held in Russia and whose relatives reportedly met with President Joe Biden on Friday. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says families of other Americans being held overseas have his word that the U.S. will do everything possible to free them. Our commitment to them, to bringing their loved ones home, is resolute, and we will relentlessly continue to focus uh, on doing just that. Um, We'll bring the same determination and focus to those efforts as we brought to the effort to bring Mark Furies out of captivity and home to his loved ones. Blinken says the U.S. has no higher priority than freeing unjustly held Americans. We'll continue to work this relentlessly. Uh, and secure the release of all Americans who are being unjustly held wherever uh, that's the case. Uh, we, uh, we mean what we say. Mark's family had my word. Every other family has my word as well. Mark Frerich's father, Art Frerich, says he understands his son has been through a lot. I guess they're going to take him uh, to the hospital and so on and check him out. So we haven't heard any more than that. Meantime... Mark Frerich's father says the family found out about the prisoner swap early on Monday. Well, the family was notified this morning from President Biden. Frerich's says he wants to thank the FBI and others who helped bring about his son's release after being abducted in Afghanistan. They did a tremendous job and they stuck with it. And also, uh, I give credit to... Uh, Tammy Duckworth working on the project, and uh, um, a Green Beret, Michael Waltz, who's a a representative for Florida, did a a whole lot, too. Frerich says the family is grateful to the many people who were also hoping his son would be brought home safe. I'd like to thank all the people that had him in in their prayers. A senior administration official says the U.S. 
would continue to make clear to the Taliban that they must end hostage-taking if they are to gain any recognition in the international community. Turning to the crisis on our southern border. On Monday, Customs and Border Protection announced they recorded nearly 204,000 migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border in August alone. That tally is an increase from the 199,900 encounters in July. August 2021 saw 209,000 total migrant encounters. Leland Vittert of News Nation says more than 2 million migrants have come across the southern border illegally. El Paso, Texas would love that option to deal with their influx of illegal immigrants. They're getting 10,000 a week. Many of them are sleeping on the streets. Obviously, El Paso is a much smaller town. We finally got numbers today from August. At least 203,000 illegal immigrants crossed over, 2% more than July, bringing the total number in the fiscal year, which goes back to October, to 2.15 million people. Jorge Ventura of The Daily Caller says... One border town is so overwhelmed that illegal migrants are sleeping outside on sidewalks. We're in El Paso. It's a, it's for a border town. It's a big city, but uh, they already reached over capacity here uh, with the migrants. Even right behind us right now, as we're speaking to you, there's three busloads of Venezuelan migrants being uh, processed. But here, the processing center has reached capacity. The local shelters have reached capacity, and then that's basically just forcing the officials to have to let these migrants sleep on the streets. Uh, we interviewed women and children that were sleeping on the streets. I interviewed a, a Venezuelan mother who said that it was already her fourth night with a 10-month uh, baby and lots of children right now sleeping on the streets of, of El Paso. And for the residents here, they're getting to see the harsh reality of the border crisis, maybe for the first time. Ventura says the town of El Paso is frustrated due to the media coverage migrants received at Martha's Vineyard while their town is ignored. I was speaking to some officials who said... Look at all the anger that got up for 50 migrants at Martha's Vineyard. You know, over here, we're seeing 1,300 per day, women and children on the floor. But there's no public outreach from the mainstream media. And here, uh, really, the people really feel ignored. This is El Paso. It's 85% um, Hispanic uh, population. It's working class. Uh, but they feel that the administration isn't paying attention to them. The mayor has even said that right now the city is putting the bill for the buses to New York, and they're hoping that the Biden administration will reimburse the city. But only time will tell at this moment. Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, joined the Salem Radio Network and says that the illegal migrants all voluntarily went to Democrat-run cities. Let's keep in mind Martha's Vineyard, per capita, right, it's probably one of the most wealthiest places in the United States. Part of their their welcoming uh, uh, signage that they have all over Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard, it actually says in there, we welcome illegal aliens. I mean, the hypocrisy. And, and let's keep in mind, then they start attacking Governor DeSantis and, and Abbott as, as being part of the smuggling chain, which is absolutely absurd. First yeah. of all, all these illegal aliens were not only encouraged and incentivized to come by the Biden administration. They were already in the United States. So you can't smuggle somebody that the administration already smuggled in the United States. And the last part on that is every single one of these illegal aliens, whether it's Governor DeSantis or Governor Abbott, when they were uh, uh, busing these individuals to these different cities, they all wanted to go there. Morgan tells Salem Radio that while two million migrants have entered the country, nearly five million have tried to enter. 
so far in the first 19 months, 5.2 million illegal aliens have tried to illegally enter our border. Over wow. a million have gotten away. But, but of the 4.2 million, they've released a little over half of those. So, so, the, so President Biden, yeah. under Secretary Mayorkas' direction, has released over 2 million illegal aliens. And as you said, Joe, 90% of the time they're doing it under the cover of darkness. And talk about coordinating. They're not coordinating with any states. They're, they've literally dropped two million, and, and, and a lot, and, and some of the NGOs are assisting. But of course, DHS is subsidizing the NGOs doing this. But they're just doing it to cover darkness, and these mayors haven't said a word. Morgan went on to say that the poorest border is unsafe for all American citizens. The communities of Texas, they're getting overwhelmed with thousands every 24 hours. Some counties have less than 20,000 in their entire county. Every aspect of their budget, their resources, and health and safety are being overrun every single day. They're not just getting illegal aliens. They're getting drugs. They're getting criminals. The list goes on and on. Yet none of these individuals, none of these mayors have said anything. Why not only do they support their sanctuary cities. Some of these cities have the most prolific sanctuary cities laws that act as a beacon to the entire world to break in our country and come to their city. But they've also supported the Biden administration's open border policies. And for the past almost two years, not a word until they get 50 illegal aliens. It's, it's absolutely insanity. Former radio talk show host Larry Elder now says he may run for president even if former President Trump decides to run again in 2024. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew has more on this developing political story. Elder made the switch from talk radio to politics after a standout performance last year in his bid to replace California Governor Gavin Newsom in a recall election. Newsom managed to keep his job, but Elder emerged as a rising star in GOP politics. Elder told the Des Moines Register he doesn't see himself as opposed to former President Trump or to any other Republican candidate. Rather, he says, quote, I'm running against Joe Biden if he runs or Kamala Harris if she runs. Bob Agnew reporting. On Monday... 30 Senate Republicans wrote a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland to give the federal prosecutor who has been investigating Hunter Biden for several years special counsel protections and authorities. More than 30 GOP lawmakers, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, sent the U.S. Attorney General a letter asking the Justice Department to appoint a special counsel to look into Hunter Biden's business dealings. The senators want U.S. Attorney David Weiss to receive the post. Weiss has been leading a federal investigation into Hunter Biden after since 2018, after his appointment by then-President Donald Trump. The letter came as House Republicans prepare for a committee vote on a resolution, in the White House to release documents related to the Biden family's overseas business deals. They say they want information into deals that took place before, during, and after President Biden's time in public office. The resolution does not seem to specify a time period for their documents request. Biden has served in public office on and off since 1972 when he was elected to the U.S. Senate. The House Oversight Committee could vote on the resolution as early as tomorrow. Republican Senator John Cornyn of Texas believes that In his opinion, Attorney General Garland isn't applying the law equally between conservatives and liberal Democrats. Now I'm concerned about the department's double standard in handling of the Hunter Biden investigation. The public reports are that the president's son has been under investigation by the United States Attorney's Office for the District of Delaware for a long time now. There's a lot, of course, we don't know, but reported Leaks and evidence seem to show that Hunter Biden 
may have committed various felonies, including tax fraud, money laundering, and foreign lobbying violations. Despite the severity of these concerns, recent news reports have painted an alarming picture at the Department of Justice's handling of this investigation, silencing whistleblowers, downplaying or discrediting inculpatory information, prohibiting the Department of Justice and FBI employees from communicating with members of Congress. The senators also contended it would avoid the appearance of impropriety and believe that a special counsel is necessary, given the fact that Hunter Biden is the president's son. The value of the U.S. dollar has been on a tear for more than a year against everything from the British pound across the Atlantic to the South Korean won across the Pacific. Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House has more on this story from our money desk. The dollar is hovering close to its highest level in more than two decades against a key index measuring six major currencies. Many professional investors don't expect the dollar to ease off anytime soon. Its rise makes an impact on nearly everyone, even those who will never travel beyond U.S. borders. The strength helps to limit inflation, but it can also hurt profits for many U.S. companies. Britain and the world said goodbye a final time to Queen Elizabeth II as mourners lined the streets of London and beyond to pay their final respects in a procession that left mourners in awe. Daybreak Insider's Karen Chalmers is in London with more. A marching band of the King's Guards stomped down the Mall as spectators pressed on their tippy-toes to get a clear view. The Royal Horse Guards soon followed as mourners reached high with their cell phones to at least capture the spectacular sight on camera. The crowd was mixed with people from around the globe, young and old. Many were so well prepared they brought stools and selfie sticks. Mourner Jenny Christmas said she wanted her grandson Bowie to have a memory he would never forget. It's really important that he knows about our history and our royal family. Karen Chamas, London. And finally... Do you use any sort of ride-sharing app like Uber or Lyft? Well, United is working on introducing flying taxis. United recently announced a $15 million investment and a purchase agreement for electric flying taxis. Known as electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles, United believes they have the potential to work in the urban transportation market. The airline company is expecting the first deliveries in as early as 2026 and could order an additional 200 units, according to the contract. Oscar Munoz, a member of Archer Aviation's board, says the intent is that the high-flying taxi will only cost commuters about the same as an Uber. You'll see them flying now, right? We've got product, uh, pre-production aircraft out there being tested, but uh, still not quite ready for prime time. But I think uh, the current uh, the current timeline will be towards the end of next year. Uh, and again, uh, one thing that's great about Archer is from day one, it's been designed 
to be a commercially viable aircraft, which means the purpose of building this is to get it in the air with the payload, with a pilot, uh, and enough of a payload to do that. And so uh, we're thinking 2024, you know, the FAA and certification and all the safety aspects will be part of that. Uh, but uh, that's it. The cost is probably one of the best things. And again, all of that's to be determined. But generally, it'll be roughly the cost of an Uber black card to the airport. Fair pricing is a broad topic and one that's a particular concern in the airline industry today, given fuel. Uh, but at least at Archer, the team feels that making it accessible and putting in that average range of an Uber uh, is the same amount you would pay if indeed you were taking a car to the airport uh, in that particular case. But we can get you to airports in less than 10 minutes from almost any major uh, city to a major airport. Meantime, aviation authorities are in need of ideas on how to manage the transportation environment in a world where 500 to 1,000 flying taxis work in every metropolis, making several trips per day. Jay, stop this crazy thing! Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.